lovely brothers and sisters that's sitting in front of me. I thank God for the people of God. I've always loved them. I didn't have to get salvation to love the sanctified people. I was trained that they were the people of God. And I believe my father because he told me and lived a life and said they're the salt of the earth and I believe it was so and he said son don't ever say anything against God's people if you want to get along good and I always followed that and I made out pretty well with it getting too old in life now to start so I must say you are my people I'm glad I ever found them for they led me to the right and I intend to stay among them daily walking in the light. And there's a song, and someday I'll join the number. Yeah, We're all going that way. We want to make it the way we love one another. We don't want to see anyone left out. It's not God's will that men and women should perish, but they all might have life. He come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And when he come into the world, he said he didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So we're tonight to sanctify people. Believe in our hearts uh, that we have him, the way, the truth, and the life in our hearts. And it is him that's directing our lives and not us ourselves. Uh, at Brother Rooks' sermon, uh, uh, we are new creatures. We're not living any longer after the ways we used to go. When I, we often tell our experience how we came to God. Uh, when I came to God, I was like the old colored man. I didn't want justice. I wanted mercy. And God gave me mercy. He reached out his hand and picked me up out of deep miry clay of sin and put my feet on the highway of holiness. And there's a way, folks. We all know it when we're preaching to holy people we know, you all know about what I'm going to say. Yeah. If I speak as the oracles of God, and, and you, a child of God, it reaches out into your heart yeah. and encourages your heart to follow God and build us up around higher on the way to heaven. We, that we are, brothers keepers. Yeah. We got something to do. Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking that a lot of people said I wouldn't take the whole world for my salvation. Now, I'm going to make a little broader statement if people possible than that. Uh, I wouldn't take all the money in the world for the confidence of God's people into my life. And when that's gone, when the confidence is gone, I might as well stay on the little out and fold up because uh, when the confidence is gone, the love is gone. Because uh, when you speak, uh, it's both he that soweth and he that reapeth. Uh, we rejoice together. And they that reap receive wages together, fruit into life everlasting. So we're one people. One God, one Father, one Savior, one Jesus, one Lord, one Jesus. And folks, we know there's no other. We know there's no other. What are you talking about? A lot of people talk questions about this and that. And what do you get out of life? And what is it so much about going? I've heard people who say you folks travel all the way from the island, which is about 70 or 80 miles well, by road or uh, of, uh, highways, and then 26 or 30 miles on the boat. They go all that distance and come back one night, which makes close to 100, 200 miles. Go down there and sing and shout for a half hour or so, come back home. I don't know what you get out of that. But our reply to that is we have meat to eat that the world knows nothing about. If it wasn't that way, surely our old gray 
with your tired preaching, tired singing, tired of shouting. But it says the young men may like an utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings of eagles, run and not weary, walk and not faint. We found that place. Yeah. Who in your lips, folks? We found it. Yes, we have. That's the Lord. I'm just going to read a little about foundation. Yeah. You know, God has always had somebody to map out, plot out, and to survey the way for us to go. Yeah. We could call them surveyors. You take old Jacob there. When he's going out to meet him, saw there. When he wrestled with the angel, till the break of day, yeah. the angel said, let me go. I won't let you go to you, but And after he had blessed him, uh, he said, truly, this is a terrible place, for the Lord is in this place. And then he put a stone there, and he uh, said, this will be a stone forever there, between the memory of what happened there, how the Lord uh, had blessed him there that night, wrestling with the angel. And that stone is a true and a tarred stone. And then we come along down, and we read here, and it says here, Therefore, thus said the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tarred stone, a precious stone, a sure foundation, and he that believeth shall not make haste. That's our God tonight. Our permanent foundation. That's our God tonight. And it says, nevertheless, the foundation of God standing sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are Yeah. Yeah. We don't want that, do we? No. Yeah. 
about being businessmen, you know, like a minister said to me, not in our church, another minister said, Harry, he said, I have to have some recreation. He said, a little work, all work is not good for nobody, so I have to play once in a while. I have to have a vacation, I have to play, and I have to get some recreation, but all work and no play is not good for you. No. But I was thinking about this businessman, let me read you about another businessman here. Another businessman. The greatest businessman that ever ever we read about. businessman that was started out when he was 12 years old. Right. Pretty young to start out in business, wasn't he? Right. But his father and mother went to look for him and he said, wish you not that I must be about my father's business, so he must have been a businessman. And this businessman got tired because it said here, then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there, right. Jesus therefore being weary with his journey, sat there on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. He got tired too, didn't he? Then cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy me. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, hast to drink to me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritan. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knew it, if thou knew it, the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have given a million. Thou would have asked of me, and he would have given me living water. Here it is, folks. Here's the path. Here's the part. Here's the course that we need to go. We don't need magazines. We don't need anything in the world. But if you would ask of me, I would have given you living water. That would be to you a well of living water. Bring it up into everlasting life. We wouldn't have to go and draw We 
want that child in her. We don't want it to come along, you know, in this life. The severe, we might hire some severe something, some property as our parents probably have left us. We might hire some severe and say, you're allowed here. And it don't belong there at all. And they I'd go on and go on to eternity and leave it to my children. Pretty soon the truth of there would come along and he'd put his system up there and he'd set the, the uh, gauge there, whatever it is there. He'd survey out and find the true mark. Then the inheritance would be taken away from my children. That's what would happen to you or to me. If I had you over just a little bit here, a little here, a little here, the inheritance would be taken away from my children. Oh, do we love our children? Yeah, sure we do. Yeah, we talk so much about loving one another. Yeah, oh, we do too. Yeah, we do. We do too. I think if I had a man told me some time ago, oh, no. he said, oh, he said, oh, no, he done wrong. He said, oh, another man was introducing me to him. He was a stranger. And uh, he said, they introduced me to Mr. Collins. And he said, that I, he said, I've known your son, Robert, but I've never had the, uh, the pleasure of meeting you. And I told him, I said, well, I'm getting older now, and I'm trying to turn it over to the boys that don't get around so much. He said, but uh, my father used to tell me, that son, you can reach further than I can, but it'd be better to stand on my shoulder. Yeah. So I think that about the heads of this church. Yeah. We might reach out further. We might have more ways of making money and more ways of doing things, but it's better to stand on the shoulders of the prophet. Yeah. And then we'll go through. Yeah. You know, he said, if we wander out of the way of the understanding, we'll remain in the congregation of the dead. We don't want to say that. We want to stay in the way of the understanding. It's a beautiful way, folks. I don't find discouragement on the way. I love to tell people about Jesus. Jesus has done so much for me and my family that I love you. And if you love me, then you will keep my commandments. And my commandments are not grievous. Whenever I find God's commandments are a little bit grievous, you know the enemy whispers in here, he can do this and I can't do it, he can do this and I can't do it. And it, it, sometimes we have to go to God and ask him, what is the way? What is the way? Then we're going to read in the, in the Psalms, oh, I will look unto the hills. Come in my help. My help and my strength come from the Lord. Then we can turn over there in Proverbs and it ways to know in Psalms again, 34, where it says, so they are bless the Lord and all come. His praise shall shall hear thereof and be glad. Now that's another thing. I could wonder over a little bit here. I might get a little bit of pride or a haughty spirit. Yeah. I might think I'm just a little bit better than my brother. Yeah. I don't say that I would, but I might. Where I hold it 
people are. Lord, here I was telling some people, folks around home the other, I believe it was in church last uh, week or so before I come here. I said, we got nowhere to go. Yeah. I was telling them about going out there and get some groceries or something, and one of the men said, all right, why don't you come out sometimes and talk to us? We never see you, a regular stranger in your own neighborhood. I said, well, I'm too busy. I don't have time to come out here very often. Uh, but I thought about it, and I told my brothers and sisters, they speak a different language. Yeah. I can't be entertained. I can't entertain them no. because we speak different languages. Yeah. We are of God, and we speak of God. Yeah. We are the world, and they speak of the world. That's the reason why I said we don't mean that we're better than anybody else. We're just like everybody else. We're human until God comes. Yeah. None good, no doubt. Run, but God, He's good. When you get God in your heart, then He's good, not you. Not you to do it to work, but God in our heart that does the work. Children, it's a wonderful salvation. When you think about a salvation that the world says can't deliver, and yet they're preaching and taking money that is going to save you. I said, there's something wrong. Yes, it is. When the whole world practice singing the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, uh, the blood of Christ will cleanse you from all sin. And then on the other hand, saying it can't be done, there must be something yes, wrong. There must be something wrong. But I'm like this David the promise when it says, create within me a clean heart, O God, and renew within me a right thing. That's what we got to have. We're going nowhere. No. We ain't going nowhere to the backwards, but we're going forward. Our God 
is a God that created the heavens. He created you and I. He spoke the world into existence. He measured out the heavens as waters of even said with a span and measured the hills in the palace. That's our God. He holds you and I in his What have we to dread? What have we to fear? And you know what I was thinking about uh, before I got up here to speak here with Brother Josh mentioned too, a part of Brother Ed's son. You know, in the time I get a little bit weary or anything, I think about that. When he said Aunt Charlotte Gray and them two sanctified people coming down there to, what did he say, Palatka, Palatka, Florida, coming down to get Brother Josh, coming down to get Brother Ed, Brother Frank, yeah, and Father, Father went out there, I never forgot this, that registered with me as long as I have a right mind, I never will. And he said that his father went out there, and after that short, got through preaching, he said, my, she was preaching. Well, Uncle Ed said in his son, my, she was preaching. And after she got through, and that short, you fall for the earth. Yeah, when that short, you fall for the earth. And isn't it wonderful to be in such a family we ought to be thankful. We ought to be thankful. A lot of people say to me, hi, you ought to be the happiest man in the world. I don't know if I am or not, but I'll give you a close run for a second race on it. Because the Son has done so much for me. It wasn't because who I was and no good did I done that these three boys and their wives have sanctified and every wife and all have sanctified and no good that I done. But do you know what I believe it is? And it'd be hard to change my mind. Prayers of them old saints, my father and mother, down on their knees of the morning to the morning prayer with the air. Yeah. Yeah. Down the streets and praying that their children yeah. might be saved. Glory, I've engraved you on the palm of my hand. Yeah. You're the chief of my family. Yeah. God, don't forget them prayers for me. Glory, it's wonderful. They're over there tonight. Yeah. Yeah. They're over there tonight because they stuck to the line. Yeah. To the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. What is it says here? We are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Think about that. And on the whole building simply framed together through it to do all the temple in the Lord. Let's be of a good church. Let's hold up each other's hands. Let's listen to the prophets as they speak to us the words that will keep us from trouble. We don't want a trouble, do we? We want peace. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world, yeah. that's what God said. But you're not of the world because he has taken us out of the world and placed his spirit into our hearts. Yeah. And we're living in a different world than what the world is. Yeah. Folks, uh, we're talking uh, a lot about the goodness of God. And we're telling people as we go through life that there's something better for a man or woman than to go on living in sin. And then die and be lost throughout all the ceaseless ages of eternity. The Word of God says uh, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Most of the people say you can't live without it. But a few years ago, 17 years or just a little bit over now, God took it all away. There's a fountain open in the house of King David for all sin and uncleanness. And God is just the same today. He's just the same. It doesn't make any difference what we think. 
or what we say, if we get out of line, the surveyor will come along and find us through Mars. The Mars will be there. You've got to move over then, or you, you or your children will lose their inheritance. So the best thing to do, walk in the light and see the light. That's the way to have peace in this world. Walk in the light and see the light, and we'll have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Is that a pretty gospel? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a, a talk long enough for a judge done the preaching for me. I need to testify. A different one, but what they want to say now, we want to turn this service over to you. Yeah. If anybody in this congregation is lost, you need Jesus. No matter who you are, you need him in your home. You need him to raise your family. You need him to take on your job. Anywhere you go, you need Jesus. You can't get along while you're young in life. You might get along fairly well. But the time is coming. The time is coming that it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If we sow to the flesh, we shall of the flesh reap corruption. But if we sow to the Spirit, we shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And life on one side and death on the other. My friend, which way tonight are you going to go? We're going to close this service with prayer. And if anyone in under the sound of my voice tonight feel like you need Jesus or feel that you've got any more praying to do, here's a beautiful bunch of people here. Here's some people that's in touch with God. Here's some people here that know how to get a prayer through to the throne of grace and can get in touch with God for you. So tonight, if you're lost, if you're lost tonight, there's a Savior standing waiting for you to come home. Pleading with you to come home. But dear friends, sometime, sometime, that day is going to be over. When you're going to call on God, there'll be no God. God won't hear you when you said, I'll laugh at your calamity and mock when your fear cometh upon you. Let me beg you tonight, seek God now. Enjoy the blessings of the Lord while you're young in life. And then while, while you're middle-aged, enjoy the blessings of God. Because surely the word of God says the blessings of the Lord make it rich. And it added no song with it. It's a tree of life to everyone that lay hold of it. And happy is everyone that retains it. Let me persuade you tonight, if you don't know God, to come and run it home. While we stand and sing a hymn of invitation, if there's anyone in this building tonight that feel that they like they need God, let's come up here and pray together. Everybody, let's sing. Oh, God, to me, to me, to me. Yeah.